and welcome to Quarter Time Podcast. I'm Lucy G. And I'm Lucy P. And we're here to bring you all the netball goodness you never knew you needed. Welcome to this extra special bonus episode of Quarter Time Podcast, where we'll be interviewing Sonia McCloma, Olivia Murphy and Liana Leota, along with England Roses head coach Jess Thelby, following the recent announcement of the new England Roses assistant and technical assistant coaches. This group will work with the England squad for the next two major championships, the Commonwealth Games next year in Birmingham and the Netball World Cup in South Africa in 2023. All three assistant coaching additions are experienced medal winners at multiple Commonwealth Games and World Cups, and the assistant coaches have a combined total of a massive 259 international caps for their respective nations of England and New Zealand. Wowzer. Jinx. (laughs) (laughs) Let's jump straight into our conversation with Jess, Sonia, Olivia and Liana. It is absolutely fantastic to be joined by head coach of the England Roses, Jess Thelby, along with assistant coach Sonia McCloma and technical assistant coaches Olivia Murphy and Liana Leota. Welcome, guys. Thank you so much for chatting with us. Great to be here. It's great to be on your show. I feel like we followed, you've had a lot of royalty on your show. So I thought if we came in numbers, we might be the best one so far. Uh, We would definitely class you guys as netball royalty as well. So thank you so much. So Jess, to kick us off with the question that is no doubt on everyone's lips, why have you chosen these three amazing humans to join your coaching team? And what do each of them bring to the team that is unique? Oh, big questions. Firstly, the main thing is because they are all amazing humans. And I say that, I don't say that with tongue in cheek, but um, anyone who knows me knows that I place a lot of value on people and character and temperament um, and people that have got like a real, I don't know, moral, like a a, a great moral vibe around like how they go about their work. So um, I've obviously known Sonia and Liv over a very long time but you know our our paths have kind of intertwined um as the decades have passed in in different roles uh Sonia was my kind of under 21 England captain Liv was my England captain when I got into the seniors for the first time so and and ironically Liana and I caught up last week and our paths have crossed so many times to the point where yeah poor poor Liana I think I forgot half of the occasions which was a bit (laughs) a bit rude but um they're just they're brilliant people which matters um and I think because of that they make great coaches uh, and also because of that they've gone on to be you know they've had incredible playing careers that have that have happened across two nations um they'll have met and competed against each other on occasions I have no doubt but they also know what it's taken to win and win on the big stage and and all of them will also know what it feels like to lose and I think when, you know, when we're in the position that we are as a Roses group, those experiences are absolutely vital. But I think most importantly, and maybe the bit that people will be a bit more curious about is that they are, they are all fantastic coaches in their own right, but they've done it in, a, in very different ways. And I think that's really healthy as well. As we all know, Liana still is good enough to still be playing <laughs> a couple of decades longer than most of us. And I think seeing her role as a coach, but still, still through that lens as a performer um, and very much embedded within our VNSL as well. I mean, how great is that for me to be able to draw upon what she, not only what she sees, but what she feels on a weekly basis when she's training and competing alongside some of our best Roses players. And I think that's invaluable. But then you add to that, um, you know, Liana's 
uh, tenure with the Silver Ferns, her insight into how they play. You know, my biggest coaching influence was Lynn Gunson and she was a, a former Silver Fern. So there's kind of a lot of what came out in Liana's interview that really aligns with the way in which I see the game being played as well. Um, and there is no one way to play the game. And I think the greatest strength of any of the England teams in years gone by, let alone this one, is our ability to be diverse in the way in which we can go about our game plan. So I guess, you know, that's what Liana brings to it. And then I think with with Liv, I've I've managed to work with Liv in a couple of different environments in that England pathway piece, which is which is great because I know how we work together and what I, you know, I really value and respect Liv's opinion on things. I kind of really value her openness to kind of check and challenge and think differently to me. Um, but I've always felt like she's got my back. So I don't feel like it's done, it's done in the right way. You know, she'll, she'll kind of find my blind spots and just ask questions. And I love that. You know, I invite that from the players um, and to have that in this coaching team is really important to know that you've got a former England captain, one of our most capped players, um, who has made deliberate choice to stay in the game um, in lots of different roles, uh, whether that be in her role at Loughborough or within the England setup as well, um, within our pathway, kind of knowing the journey that those players go on, lives great with the individuals. You know, she thrives in that space where they're trying to make that transition and, and the leap from just being great and getting in a programme to actually being world-class and, and making a difference to our performance on the biggest stage. And then, uh, you know, Sonia, absolutely different to me, you know, if you watch this coach in terms of our delivery style, you're going to see quite a difference in terms of how Sonia goes about it. But what I love is I feel like I hold people and myself and players accountable, but Sonia does it in a brilliant way, so clear. So, you know, it's done with such confidence and clarity. And I'm, I am one for talking sometimes and I'm one for kind of provoking thought. So to kind of cut through that and have so someone like Sonia, in particular with defenders, I think sometimes there's a great matching character um, with Sonia's style. And let's face it, we, we're going to be hugely challenged in our in that end of the court, you know, with some tall timbers in the opposition team still. You know, I don't think Janelle's planning on retiring before next year. So <laughs> we've still got that challenge coming at us. But yeah, I know Sonia outwardly is very clear but very passionate, but inwardly is a soft centre and absolutely cares about this Roses team um, and is so invested in helping people and players to be the best they can be. And, and ultimately, the collection and the dynamic between the four of us is what excited me most during the recruitment process because we had great interest in all of these roles, which was really healthy and a, and a brilliant place to be. I feel quite passionate about driving change in this coaching space, you know, for, for many... Um, England cycles, we did look outside of the country and we did look for foreign coaches and input and there was lots of positive in that. But for a long time, I think we underestimated our own talent in our own country. Um, and I think in this group, we've got a great balance. You know, we have that flavour from Liana. We still have that insight and knowledge coming from across the world. Sonia's now been embedded in the Australian setup for a long time. So we've got everything we need, I think, in terms of the ingredients. And now it's kind of over to us and over to me to make sure we're the best cohesive coaching team on behalf of this incredibly talented player group for the next year or two. Sorry, that was quite long, but, you know... I've, I've, no, that I've was fantastic. I beat each of them up, so I'm expecting it in return in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's brilliant to get that, that level of detailed analysis on each of them is absolutely fascinating. And what I particularly love is what you said about having that sort of people-centred focus, really. So, Sonia, over to you. You are obviously based in Australia, so thank you very much for staying up to, to chat with us. 
We read in a blog post that you'd written sort of many moons ago when you were still in the UK that you had spent some time working with young people in London around the time that you finished uni and you actually worked as a young people support worker. So in what way do you think that this passion and experience will come into play with the Roses in relation to those younger players who are perhaps just breaking through and having their first taste of elite netball? Yeah, finishing... Well, yeah, I worked as a support worker over here while I was playing. I did a lot of coaching with the younger age groups as well. So went into schools when I was up in Sydney and worked through their pathways from um, worked, worked on a troubled teens program in a school in Western Sydney, which was very enlightening. And now, and what I do now, I work a lot of um, disadvantaged people in, in society, so a lot of homeless people escaping trauma or um, domestic and family violence. And with that comes, a, I guess, your empathy, your empathy levels skyrocket up. And for me, whether, whether it's coaching or my day-to-day work, it's always just been about giving back and giving people opportunities and giving people the best opportunity and making sure that people know what their options are. And I think whether it's life options or whether it's netball you know what's options on the netball court you know because my coaching style has always been about creating growth um creating players that think and can recognize what's happening out there and around them players that can think for themselves players that can ask the questions and supporting them to find their answers as opposed to you know me always directing so that kind of advocate both in I guess my life my life job choices as well as my coaching and walking walking that journey alongside them and giving people that opportunity to lead themselves autonomously rather than always being led. So I think that's been a massive part of my both career away from the netball and coaching side and obviously in how I, how I present and I coach and give back to the players out on the netball court. Um, yeah, so and I think just moving, working with the England lot back in 2019 and Jess and the team and the talent that was coming through, the young talent. And for me, knowing what that benchmark looks like and like, you know, we speak a lot about what it feels like and we're all experienced and we've been there and we've, we've experienced the highs and lows of international netball. And some of these players haven't. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they've not played at that level and knowing what's expected. So I think the beauty of the coaching group that we have are from, I guess, just finding out the coaching group the last two hours. <laughs> <laughs> But just from our last our conversations over that over that time, everybody's mentions a lot about giving back, which I think is important. Which means that we're all out there putting ourselves out there to share our experiences with up and coming players, mm-hmm. and share our knowledge, and whether that's on on or off the netball court, supporting them through personal, I guess, lifestyle choices, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I think as a group, it's going to be exciting. I think the girls are going to have a very empathetic um, coaching staff. But at the same point, you know, we know what it takes. So we're going to be wanting and demanding the best out of them at all times. Fantastic. And I really love what you were saying there about leadership. And obviously, Olivia, as a former England captain, you're obviously in a really amazing position to nurture the next generation as well. And we were reading a feature on you by the Switch the Play Foundation. And in there, you spoke a lot about some off-court player development aspects that we really loved and were really interested in. So on leadership in particular, you said this. 
Developing leaders is key to success of the environment. And in my experience, if these leaders do not exist, the environment struggles. Can you tell us a bit about how you will integrate this philosophy of athlete personal development into your coaching, particularly as you're only with the Roses for certain times of the year? Uh, yeah, sure. And, and um, I would stick by that. I guess leadership is massively important, both in, from a staff point of view, but also from a player perspective. And um, again, we've talked uh, about the coaching team, but each of us brings leadership in a, in a different style and with a different quality. So I think we bring that in abundance and um, and we can translate those messages through to the athletes that we we work with I guess how we do that how I would do that and start to look to do that when I'm either involved or or virtually is uh, similar to Sonia you know we we're never going to be the the person who's on the court with these athletes so we have to find a way in order to well Liana might but maybe not for England um, (laughs) we have to find a way to um, to help them learn without us holding their hand Mm -hmm. so we can help we'll be creating problems for them that they have to solve we'll be giving them challenges as groups and as individuals that will push their boundaries um, so that when it comes to major competitions or when it comes to the the moments where they have to make the right choices they'll have already experienced it in different ways uh, and we won't have to be that person who holds their hand so so I'll bring that technically you know on the court setting them challenges Uh, I work with them as individuals and help them develop as people too. You know, they've all got a lot going on in their lives. It's not just about netball. So um, we will be having those conversations and helping them to solve the problems that uh, they'll need in order to to be free when they step onto the court. Mm. So I guess in the the limited time, I'll be be hands-on. I'll be trying to bring all those things in abundance, but also be the person that, you know, whoever the Vitality Roses captain is, we can share those stories with them about our, our journeys and and what we learn and, and what we needed to to have in our locker when it came to those big moments. That's absolutely fascinating. And hearing from you know most of you already, I'm so excited for the future of the roses already. <laughs> it's incredible. So Liana, over to you. I'm gonna pick on you next. Unlike Sonia and Olivia, you're clearly a very new face to the roses setup, and it is fantastic to have you on. I think it's probably fair to say that your appointment is potentially one that the netball world was expecting the least out of the three, as (laughs) you are, of course, best known for your incredible skills as a player. So what's prompted this move into coaching and why the England Roses set up specifically? Yeah, I think I'm just at the moment a little bit selfish and still wanting to play and know my (laughs) time is nearly at an end. So um, for me, moving into a coaching role is just a natural progression. Um, but yeah, I think I'm, yeah, I just like one foot in one door, one foot on the out, but I slowly will move out, hopefully <laughs> later, not sooner. But no, I think for me, yeah, like I said, it was a natural progression. I think for me, uh, the person I am and how I play, coaching comes side to side, whether I'm a leader or a se- and a senior player. Um, I've always offered that role. Um, more so this year, being injured, um, I was able to sit to the side of playing and got the opportunity to help coach um, alongside Melissa at Stars, which I really enjoyed. But yeah, why why this setup? I think for me, we've been here 10 years now. For my four young children, this is their home and I don't think we're moving anywhere too soon. So this was just an awesome opportunity. Like I said, I need to look at that next transition of not playing and into that coaching role. And yeah, this is just the 
push in the right direction I need and something that I think I really can offer something different. And speaking of your playing career, I mean, I hope that you're going to be gracing our courts as a player <laughs> for a while yet. But as you are one of the star players of the Vitality Level Super League, you will actually be coming up against some of the Roses squad as an opponent on court. Mm-hmm. So what do you think will be the key thing for you to maintain the separation between Liana, the coach, and Liana, yeah. the player and peer? Um, uh, for me, that's easy, I think, because I've always got my players hat on when I'm playing, um, but I also coach my own team. Um, I definitely will be getting feedback from the other coaches or to look out for other people. But um, for me, it's simple. Netball's netball, and I love it, and I, that's why I still continue to play. But I think it's the reflection after playing, like after the match, um, who I've come up against or the team that I've come against and which roses were in there is where I could probably add extra value. But definitely when I'm playing, no, it'll be all. <laughs> no advice will be given during the game. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I'm right-handed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. <laughs> Sonia, talking about the uh, Roses within the Super League and beyond, Jess has said before that the aim is you want to develop a world-class 12. So how will you as a coaching group narrow down the enormous pool of talent that we have at the moment and ensure that the athletes that you select are mentally and physically the best of the best? What is exciting is the fact that we do have a large pool of athletes to choose from and that keeps, and I think any, any athlete and anyone who's in a competitive environment it keeps you on your toes and, you know, leading up to um, Commonwealth Games first and foremost, there's, there's not enough, there's too many people and not enough spots. Mm. So, you know, the reality is that each athlete has to put out week in, week, week out and perform at the best. And I think, you know, our job as coaches is, is going to be a hard one. Um, but I think that's exciting. I don't think that's, that's something to shy away from. I think it's actually exciting the fact that we do have such a great pool of athletes to choose from, both now in Australia, New Zealand, and in the UK. And the fact that the girls will see this pool, and you know, like we've all been players, we're all there. They, you know, they know what the competition is. And so, for us as coaches, is to make sure we give everyone the right tools, and and give them all that opportunity to perform and five to be in the twelve. And you know, what tends to happen towards the end and selections is, you know, we see, we get to see who stands up. And players that stand up in, you know, the trials and in the training sessions are the ones that tend to then stand up in major competitions. So I think for us as coaches, it is about growing the players, helping individuals improve, helping units improve, helping the whole team improve. And then from that, you know, it's up to the athletes themselves to stand up and I guess make themselves accountable and let, make themselves be counted by us. Mm, yeah, I love that. And also what you have in the Super League and in the UK at the moment is a lot of athletes have other careers, for example, Leila Guskoth and Ebony Osora Brown. So Olivia, we read that you actually trained as an accountant alongside your netball career as well. So how important do you think it will be within the Roses setup that each individual has a life away from the court and that they're able to add to the richness of the team through these individual life experiences? Yeah, 100% that they, they, um, they need to have something away from the court. You know, it's really important that you balance that. And, you know, the, the coaching team here, let alone the players, have families at home that they'll, you know, get distracted by straight away when they walk in the door. 
Um, you know, I, I work at Loughborough University, head up our performance support team still. So I'll be doing that um, job alongside coaching in the, within the Roses team. So I think it's hugely important. Um, you know, we all, we're all very passionate netball people and we love what we do and we give everything when we're in that environment. But um, it can be overwhelming if you're not careful. So there needs to be something that you can flick the switch and, and change your mind and switch off a little bit. And then I think that brings um, even more diversity and creativity back into the environment when when you do get that chance to spend the time together. You know, I, I definitely know that um, in the environment that I work in every day at Loughborough, I, I see other sports operating, I see different practitioners, different coaches and those um, informal collisions that you have with other exciting people allow me to bring different things to an environment. So I know that the others, um, you know, if Layla's performing as a doctor on a daily basis, she is going to bring the the performing under pressure and um, the teamwork and those kind mm-hmm. of things directly into the environment. So I know we can, but for sure, the players definitely need that as a, as another thing in their life too. Fantastic. Thank you so much, everyone. So we're running a little bit short on time, so I'm just going to finish with this one, but it is a big one. And this is for you, Jess. So how will you all, as a coaching group, get England into the position to retain our Commonwealth Games gold medal next year in Birmingham? <laughs> just a, just an easy one to finish. Yeah. Um, <laughs> one minute. One minute. <laughs> uh, I, think, I think, if I'm honest, aside from just this incredibly special group of coaches that, that have been brought together, it's all about the environment for me. So a lot of what Sonia answered um, in the previous question is that environment has to be placed in the demands on all of us that are as close to the demands that we know we will face come, you know, the 8th day of competition in Birmingham when we need to be at our best against the best in every moment of the match. And I think the environment, if if done well and um, set up and orchestrated in the right way, it will do the job for us. Um, so I will, I'm spending most of my time thinking about session delivery, working with an, in an integrated, collaborative way with the wider support staff, the problem-solving piece that Liv's saying, it will play out as such if we spend time on that now. Um, and our role really is just to make sure that we're still on track with that, you know, and I'd expect these three to be nudging and challenging and thinking differently and just saying that I think we might need to try something else. Uh, and I'd be, I'm going to be really open to that as we go. But the environment will do the job for us. The team will select themselves when it needs to, as long as we get that right. Wow, what a way to wrap up. That's incredible. Thank you so much, all of you, for your insight, for joining us today. And we wish you all the very, very best of luck in your new roles. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this super special bonus episode of Quarter Time. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast and follow us on social media at Quarter Time Pod for the latest netball updates. In case you haven't caught up already, episode 13 featuring our chat about leadership with Lisa Alexander and our recap of round 13 and 14 of the Vitality Netball Super League is up on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and all good podcast providers. Make sure you check it out. Thanks everyone. And we can't wait to bring you another episode with even more netball chat next week. Bye.